Alistair, it's your turn. What uh, what are you doing? Oh, oh, I'm just, uh, you caught me in the awkward position. I'm actually writing a song. A song about what? Oh, would you like to hear? I, I yeah, sure. I'm going to sing it anyways. From the moment I wake up. Right before I put on my makeup, I go to GameZilla.com and then sign up at Patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. I get wonderful perks now, behind the screens, with Craig WK now. Uh, thank you. It's a $5 perk I hear forever and ever. You'll be on our patron and you will love this sweet content that we got behind this paywall. And you will like it because we make it only for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was good. There's a second act. Oh. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the group split up to investigate the city and found that the Galaxy Renders had a fall from grace in the eyes of the god Duke Lion, as well as that Sir Aelg doesn't seem to have left Narquelian and that he's in hiding. Meanwhile, Tilly has read more pages from the Dream Journal. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So, I... Jandar and Alistair, you guys were heading to Thornhaven. Correct. And um, coincidentally, along the way, you see Tilly, and she's standing near Thornhaven. Tilly, you open your eyes, and you're not in front of the the inn anymore. (laughs) I'm just like, uh... Hey, guys. Hey, guys. What's up? Tilly. I've been waiting for you here for like ever. We what took you, you so were, long? We thought you were at the inn. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, I, I, thought, I thought so too, but uh, been, here, here I am. What do you mean you thought so too? Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, we're here now. Let's. Uh, Why we'll, are you we'll, acting weirder than usual? Uh, nothing happened. Nothing happened, guys. Nothing here's happened. what we're going to do. Tilly, you roll deception, uh, and uh, Jandar and uh, Alistair, you guys roll insight. And uh, what did you get, uh, Tilly? 15. 15. What did you get, Jandar? Uh, you said in, um, insight. Insight. 13. And Alistair? 15. Uh, Jandar, you, you don't even know if you care enough to like press Tilly on the fact. It's I just don't. like, all right, yeah, she, she's saying, oh, okay, fair enough, whatever. Alistair, you don't necessarily think she's lying, but you can't quite place your finger at it. Something seems a little off, but not enough to really, you know, warrant your your further, you know, uh, uh, you know, inquiries. So, Tilly, what did you do at the end? Oh, you know, I went in, and uh, they were as rude to me and kicked me out, and I just came over here. No need to roll insight on that. That's absolutely true. They didn't give you a room? No. We have a room there. Yeah, well, she seemed to think that we didn't, and I wasn't about to fight her, so I just came. So then what did you do this whole time? Let's just get to personal. I was waiting for you guys. It's not been that long. I mean, you you talked to uh, uh, Esther for a couple of minutes, and then you've headed over. Let's go. We need to to figure out what's going on underground. Find Percival. There's no exit under Thornhaven, Tilly. We need to figure out what's going on underneath this tree. 
The tree we're on right now? Yeah. yeah. The tree we're on right now. Would you guys like to head into Thornhaven? Thornhaven, we want to see if Percival's around to see if he knows what is beneath this area. You walk in, and Percival is, uh, let's see, he's currently uh, uh, barking orders at the uh, town guard, uh, mostly wood elves, a couple of half elves, and, you know, even a forest gnome. And he's like, all right, he's like, you know, I need most of you for today going around getting any able-bodied, you know, people that'll be willing to, like, you know, join in for a, a night watch. And, like, the guards are like, well, what do we tell the town about? Like, this seems weird, right? And he's like, just say that, you know, one of our divisions had an extended stay in the area. You know, they're they're just busy. Just, you know, say whatever you can. Just, you know, we need people on, you know, who are, you know, on guard for the city. You know, even if they can't fight, even if they can just be spotters for us. Percival seals, sees you guys after he barks off the orders and his guards, you know, leave. And there's probably about five of them remaining. And he says, oh, have you found anything? Maybe. We have a question, though. Uh, is there a secret underground entrance in this tree? I don't think so. It goes down another level or so into the prison, but that's it. The prison? Have you checked the prison lately? Well, no. It's barred up. I, I didn't think anything of it. Um, we can check it out. I think we need to. Sure. And uh, he goes to the, the door, and it's got one of those big wooden, you know, like planks that are like kind of blocking off the door, and he lifts it up and sets it aside. And, uh, and then he opens up the door, and it creaks, you know, and like, you know, opens up this giant wooden door with the metal hinges. And, uh, and it's, you know, heads downstairs, and he says, follow me. Okay. And he starts walking down the stairs. And uh, Be on guard. And you guys are a little on edge, and you walk down a flight of stairs, and it loops around, and uh, uh, torches line the, the walls, uh, almost like more like embers. You know, it kind of just gives off dim light. And Percival says, well, we have a few people down here, but uh, uh, honestly, Sir Elg was the one who uh, monitored everything in the prison. Did you just give him, like, all the jobs when he got in here? I gave him any job that was beneath me, Mr. Lockwood. Oh. Well, I know much about things that are beneath us, but maybe in the future, keep better track of things that are beneath you. How about you just stop making enemies, okay? We just, this is a lead. Sir Elg was in charge of this. He knows this area. We gotta search it now. He says, you have free reign of the prison. He says, uh, he hands you a, a ring of keys, and uh, he says, if you'd like me to stay, I can, but I do need to get back to watching the city. Well, see you. And he gives you the keys. Does anyone take them? I'll, I'll, take, I'll, I'll take, take the keys. Them. I have I'll the take keys. Them. He does not give them to Alistair, who <laughs> just picked a fight with him, but he does give them to Jandar. Thank you. Now, Alistair, get in this cell. No. <laughs> I don't like this guy's leadership style, just giving everything to someone who just came in and he thought was strange. It doesn't matter it does. what you think. It does matter. What We're trying matter. to find someone, and all you're doing is, an, is alienating everyone around us, he so they don't want to tell us anything anyway. Alienated you're, himself. Yeah, well, you're the worst. <laughs> Let's okay. I want to scan the prison, especially if he was in charge of it. Are these are there people still here or are they missing? Well, uh, there are six cells, and sure enough, there are two cells that each have a person in them. 
One seems to be a uh, human, and another seems to be a uh, uh, wood elf. I'm gonna can I detect magic while I'm down here? You'll have to start casting the ritual, or unless you want to use it as a spell. No, I'm gonna. Just start using the ritual. How many cells are there total? Uh, six s- different cells that are yeah. separate. Okay. And two of them currently have someone in them. And that's it. That's the whole structure down here. There's no like other hallways or anything. It's just a hallway with six cells, and and then that's it. Uh, yep. That's it. It's that's what it seems to be anyway. Okay. So I want to start with checking the cells that have no one in them to make sure there's not any hidden doors or anything. You open up a cell and uh, uh, start looking. Uh, Tilly, are you also going to investigate uh, some of the cells? I am, but I'm going to investigate the one that's closest to Alistair, and then like I'm going to kind of like shut the door back behind me and then be like, Alistair, look, this is how I feel in this city. Uh, Alistair, I have no reaction. I'm just focusing. Uh, yeah, he, uh, Alistair ignores you as he continues casting the ritual. Uh, Jandar, go ahead and make me an investigation check. Oh my God. Surrounded by idiots. I mean, only two people can't really surround you. That's You'd true. be surprised That's when true. they're idiots. <laughs> You'd be surprised when they're idiots. Fair enough. That'd be a great uh, four. You take a look into uh, the cell, and uh, it's, you know, kind of mildewy, dirty, but uh, you don't really spot much in cell number one. Moving on to the next cell. Tilly, what I'm are you doing? i check my cell. Absolutely. Uh, make an investigation check. That would be a seven. With a seven, you look around, and uh, you it seems to be just an empty cell. Uh, it's uh, uh, musty, dirty, kind of gross. Uh you did, you know, detect the slightest of like blood stains from years and years ago on the floor, uh, which is uh, it looks like the even though the building itself is made of wood, you know, it, it being inside a tree, it looks like stones have been brought in to like you know uh, build the masonry of the prison. Uh, and so cell number three has somebody in it. Uh, do you want to go to that cell or jump to cell four? Who's in three? Is it the human or the wood elf? Uh, cell three is, uh, seems to be a human. Uh, they're, uh, sleeping on, like, a bench, and they're, they're softly breathing and just laying there. Since the human is, um, you know, since Alistair's the only idiotic human I know, I'll leave the human for, for him. I'll move on to cell four. Absolutely. Cell four, make an investigation check. Uh, cell five, do you want to investigate that, Tilly? Yes. Absolutely. Make me investigation checks. That would be a 14. 14. And Tilly? 12. Uh, with cell four and five, you guys look around, and uh, in cell four, you see that there are like uh, uh, chains linked up to the wall uh, where somebody must have been held some time ago, but it doesn't look like they're, they're not in use now, and they don't seem like they've been used for quite a while. They're a little rusty. Uh, in cell five, uh, Tilly, you scope out the place, and you're not seeing a whole lot. You see maybe a few like uh, uh, stains on the floor. Uh, it looks like the bench in this particular cell is a little loose. Like you kind of tug on it a bit, and it looks like if you put too much weight on it, it would probably pop off. But you don't really spot anything else. Alistair, your ritual finishes. You can now detect the magic around you. Is there anything magical? You look through cell one, no. Cell two, no. You get to cell three where the human is, and you detect magic. Illusion magic. On this human. Yeah. It's like he's made of it. Do, can I see through illusions when I do detect magic or not? Not necessarily. Just see the glow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just gonna kinda keep walking as I as if I didn't notice. 
you get to sell four and five, you don't see anything, and you get to sell six where the uh, wood elf is. And uh, he kind of like, you know, rattles the bars a bit, and he goes, hey, mister, you got uh, something to eat? I've uh, not been fed for a few days here. Oh. Do I notice any magic on him? Nope. Uh, Yeah, give me a second. I don't want to meet up with these guys first. I... I I'm, I haven't eaten in days. Yeah, I heard you. And if you don't shut up, you won't eat in more days. Roll intimidate. <laughs> that would be a twenty. Not uh, not a natural. He goes fine. I'll just starve. And you guys get back together. <clears throat> uh, so I meet up with them, and I kind of just whisper that I sense something from the human that he has illusion on him. Is there a way we can break this illusion? Well, I just kind of want to, like, we can kind of ask him questions. Just to keep it in mind, though, like, maybe we can we can break it, but I'd say we try to get questions answered. First. I think that he was placed here by Waldo. All right, Jen, are you to ready, guard to, ready the... to go interrogate this guy? Let's go interrogate the guy. Tilly, do me a favor. I have a bad feeling about this. Go check the main door that we just came from. Okay. Upstairs. Make sure that we can get... Make sure it's open. Make sure we can get out, because you explain this door has a giant wooden, like, slab on the outside from where we are, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tilly, go, go man. All right. And then before we head over to the other guy, I just pull out a ration, and I throw it to the one dude that was complaining. He goes, oh, thank you, oh, marvelous leader. Thank you so much for these rations. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. And he rips it open and starts, you know, shoveling food into his mouth. So we go up to the human? Yeah. All go right, ahead. go up to the human. Lead hello, the way. hello, sir. What's your name? You get to the cell door. You shout in. Soft breathing. Chest moves up and down. No no response. Is their eyes open? Sir, come. Their back is to you on the back. Turn around. Turn around. Come to the door if you don't want to, uh, you know, get a beating. Roll intimidate. You have, uh, no, nah, it's a standard roll, actually. Uh, that would be a 13. You shake the cell door and yell at him. There's no response. If you don't open this door right now, we're going to come in and you're not going to like the result. There's no answer. But even if he could answer, he would probably tell you that he can't open the door while he's in prison. But you guys have the keys and can open the door. Wait, what did I say? I don't remember what I said. (laughs) Um, Are you hungry? No answer. No response. Do you want to go in? I got free gold here. Free gold for the first person that speaks up. Yeah, I can. I can shut take up, that gold. Wood Elf. And he goes, asshole. All right, I'm gonna go in. You Tilly, get my uh, you get up to the uh, the top yeah. of the stairs, and sure enough, the door is open. Uh, Percival kind of looks over and he says, "Did you find anything?" And I put, "Not yet." All right. Well, let me know if you need me. And he he says, "I'm gonna be uh, heading out of here." So you know. Keep up the good work, Tilly. Thanks. He, says, he nods. And he uh, takes off. You want to head back down? Yeah. Absolutely. Tilly uh, comes back down the stairs as you guys are yelling at this, uh, uh, at the uh, the wood elf in the far cell and then this human. Alistair has opened the door. He's going leading. He's going in first. I'm going first. first. Jander's going to stay I by the door. I have an arrow drawn on the human, just in case. You knock back an arrow, and you get ready. And Alistair, you... 
creep up? Are you walking up, storming I'm, up? I'm, my hands are on my swords, and I'm slowly walking. Hands on the swords in the hilts or out? Uh, I gotta like, know. They're, like, kind of coming out as I'm getting closer, just in so case. So as you get closer, you draw out your swords, and so as you get to him, you have your blades drawn. Yeah. What would you like to do? He's I wanna... just laying there. His chest raises and falls. I want to tap him with the sword and say, hey, stand up. You yell at him, and your sword passes right through him. He's not there. Okay. I told you guys he was an illusion. I, that's what I... He was made oh of illusion magic. Yeah, but... And the sword passes through, and he's not the there. The door's got to be in this cell somewhere. All right, I kind of frantically look around with my... De- detect magic still going, right? Uh-huh. Is there anything else that I see around? Magic? No. All right, I toss the bed and see if I could find anything. You sort of flip the bed, the illusion fades, and sure enough, there's a hole in the wall. Motherfucker. And I kind of go out, and I go up to that wood elf. Hey, have you seen anybody coming in and out of here lately? He goes, I see a lot of things. And he spits out a piece of food he didn't like. Do you want real food? He goes, what do you got? Well, it depends on what you can tell me. Have you seen a lot of people come through here lately? I see lots of things. What do you got? I can't deal with people like this anymore. And I go up to Tilly and I go, Tilly, you can handle this one. Question this fool, get him some food. I pull out one of the organs that I took from the the brain beak. And I was like, I have this delicacy of a treat right here. Roll deception with disadvantage. Oh, God, this is the worst idea. Nine. He goes, oh, yeah? How's it taste? Delicious. Trust me, I've had it before. He goes, yeah, give it to me. I give him the organ. You give him the organ? You gotta get the information. Oh, my God. And he goes, yeah, what you need, Missy? Have you seen anybody come through here? Oh, sure. They come and go as they please. And he bites into the organ. His mouth is full. <laughs> what do you? What are you, are you asking? Are any you more questions? questions? Nope, that's the only question I have. What do you guys? What do you guys got? Can I turn around and ask him some questions? Sure. Who do you see? Have you seen Sir Elk? Oh, that asshole. Yeah. Yeah, I see him. When's the last time you saw him? I don't know. Yesterday. Yesterday. Maybe the day before. Coming he out. Takes another bite of the organ. He goes. I don't know if this is as delicious as you said it was. <laughs> is it coming in and out of that cell across the hall there? I can't see that cell. And sure enough, you look and he's, I mean, he's right. He wouldn't be able Mm. to see the angle. Have you heard a lot of footsteps of like a group of people coming in? I sure have, your majesty. (laughs) And he bites into the organ. What are you doing in here anyways? What did you do? What's your name? Oh, it's bullshit. You know what? It's bullshit. They think that just because I had that lady's purse, that I'm the one who did it, I found it. It's just lying there in the street, so I took it. I was going to turn it in. And he takes another bite of the organ meat. He goes, oh, is it warm in here? Oh, God. It feels warm in here. <sighs> he looks a little sweaty. Why does he look sweaty? He, he goes, looks like Alistair. What are you looking at, your majesty? Why do you keep calling me your majesty? Oh, don't think I don't know you, son. What do you mean? Mr. Lockwood. How do you know my name? You're famous around these parts, aren't you? Landowner? 
Yeah, How's maybe. How's mommy and daddy treating you? They're dead. Why do you ask? <laughs> That's a shame. What it do takes you... another bite. The fuck are you talking about? My mom and pa owned a farm that they owned the lands to. Yeah? And they worked on it till the day they died. Okay. What yeah. does that have to do with me? And that's the exact reaction I would expect from a Lockwood. What do you know about... Do you know anything about my family? What happened to them? Do you know me, personally? I kind of wish I did. Yeah, I kind of wish you did, too, and you'd understand where I'm coming from. Oh, I wouldn't understand much, yeah? son. Well, I'm sorry that uh, my family may have done you wrong, but you're welcome for them having jobs while they were still alive. Yeah. It was much appreciated, Yeah, those jobs. I'm sure it was. Enjoy your cell, and I'm going to yeah. go back to the other cell and look in the hole. So you guys want to, you know, like, make out or, you know, hang out or something? Come friends? Can we get on our way? I'm going back to the other side. I'm sure his majesty has more than enough to be able to afford my services. And what services would that be? Uh, nothing nothing uh, more than, uh, uh, you know. And he goes to start making, like, weird innuendos with his hands. And then, like, it's like the organ meat is just, like, kind of, like, come up, like, apart in his hand. He goes, what animal you get this from? Don't worry about it. All right. And he takes another bite. What do I see in the cell in that hole? Is it a big hole? Is it a little hole? Oh, the the one with the, the where secret. the illusion was? Yeah. It's enough for a medium-sized person to easily pass through. And it goes in, and then it looks like it twists down, and it looks like it goes deeper within the uh, treant. Do we want to go get help? <sighs> Tell Percival? Nope, we're going to stay right here until he's going to go get help. Go get Percival. Tilly, last you saw Percival was leaving. He had to monitor the town. At least, why don't you go up there and see if there's anybody there? Man, I was just up there, and he said he was leaving. Like, there's nobody else up there. Tilly. You guys all saw everyone leave. He had sent them out to go find able-bodied people for town watch. There's not many town guards left in this city. Go up there and tell Percival what we found and that we're going to go investigate. All right, I'll see you guys in a couple hours then, probably, since I told you he just left. Go find him, since you're the one that doesn't want to be in the city. I don't think he was leaving. He said to Tilly, and Tilly is telling you that he was leaving. Oh, That's what you know. That is what Tilly is saying. I also know that Do you want to roll insight to know if Tilly is lying? No, fair enough. I thought I misheard. Okay. didn't mishear. Sorry. Keep in mind that you didn't hear what Tilly was talking about because you weren't there. No. Tilly's letting you know. No, I know. I thought... And that's it. I thought she had said something else. That's what I meant. Sorry. Okay. So, fine. Well, if he's leaving, then we're just going to go investigate this. Would you like to head in or would you not like to head in? I yeah. would like to head in. All right. Fine. All right. I'm following. All of you guys are going in? Yeah. You guys are all heading in and you guys start skulking through this tunnel and it loops around and it goes down and down and down. And sure enough, it opens into a, a decently sized chamber. And on the other side of the chamber, it seems like there's another, like, you know, kind of like a archway that leads into like a staircase. And it looks like the this tunnel that you went through has sort of led into like a chamber that was already here, built in the city or built into the treant. But it doesn't seem to have any other access but through that like hidden passageway. Is my detect magic still going or no? I uh, not after investigating the. It's only lasts about ten minutes, so I would right. say no, not anymore. Okay. Uh, I'm investigate this room. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, make me a investigation check. 
17. Uh, 17. You look around, and uh, it looks like the uh, the chamber, it looks like people have been here. It looks like other people have, like, like been walking around through here. Uh, it looks like nobody's in here right now, and it's a pretty big, just mostly empty chamber. Uh, but uh, uh, if you think that you might be able to, like, uh, uh, have someone take a look at it and, like, try to find tracks or trails or something, because uh, uh, it seems like there's been a lot of, like, movement and pushing and, like, you know, marks on the walls and scratches and stuff. There's no other exits? Just the one on the other side of the room. Uh, if you, If someone would like, they can make a survival check. I'll do that. Absolutely. It's all yours. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, it's pretty easy to, to spot because there's so many of them. It looks like there are a lot of tracks and handprints all over the walls. It looks like people have investigated this place very, very thoroughly. And all I can see is on the other side uh, is a t- what another entrance, another another doorway, another doorway that like leads deeper in a staircase that leads down. And this overall room is just empty. Pretty empty, yeah. And I'm gonna head to the other doorway. Yeah, absolutely. You guys get to the uh, the doorway, and uh, and you guys head down the stairs. Yeah, Tilly too. Oh yeah, absolutely. You guys head on down, and you enter into another chamber, and. Uh, uh, well, actually, uh, roll perception, all three of you, as you go down the stairs. 17. 18, sorry, 18. 26. Uh, and uh, Alistair? 11. Uh, Alistair, you don't really notice much. You just keep on walking down the uh, the stairs. Uh, Jandar and uh, Tilly, you guys uh, hear breathing, and it sounds kind of like heavy and labored. Uh, coming up ahead, and Alistair doesn't seem to have noticed, and he's still walking at a normal pace. Okay, so I is he is where's Alistair at? He's about a, five feet away from you. So I can put my hand on him. Yeah, you uh, put your hand on him and just put my finger to my mouth to be like, "Hey, look quiet." And you guys all stop. And uh, at this point now, Alistair, you can hear it as well. It sounds like something's like breathing heavily in the next uh, on the next floor. So I want to stealth in, make stealth checks. Blessing of the trickster on Jandar. Jandar's got advantage on stealth. Twenty unnatural. Twenty unnatural. Seventeen. You guys are all pretty quiet, and you guys go into the the next floor. And sure enough, it looks like there the most of this floor looks like it's uh, empty or cleared out. It's a little hard to tell uh, in this like you know. Almost looks like this giant rounded floor as it's like, you know, sort of in the, the, the trunk of this tree and going down, you know, floor by floor. And there's a figure in guard's uniform, in a guard uniform, in the middle of the room with his back to you. He's breathing heavily. <clears throat> oh, boy. Do we just... I know it's a guard, but I think we just... Um... There should be no guards in where we're at right now, in my opinion. To the best of your knowledge, Sir Elg said that he, well, he in, he in wanted the city to know that he had left with a garrison or a, a troop of, uh, you know, uh, from yeah. the garrison. So, and there are town guard that are just missing, gone. I don't know if they're maybe mind controlled or not, though, or something. I'm just worried that we turn around and he's got a piece of the shard jammed in his head or something. I'll take the risk. I'm going to walk up 
walk I'm, up to him and I'm gonna stay kind of like tucked away on the staircase, but bow ready, like where I can. All right. Like, so you have your weapon drawn. Yeah. Uh, Tilly, what are you doing? Defensive stance. You're in a defensive stance. So Tilly's sort of like ready for whatever comes, standing near uh, Jandar. Yes. Okay. So it's the two of you further back, and Alistair walks in and goes up about uh, about thirty feet, and uh, you get to the figure with his back to you. You guard. Percival's looking for you. And it doesn't answer. And it keeps breathing heavy. Guard, answer me. Turn around. And the head, independent of the body, twists and turns slowly. And whatever it was, it's no longer a, a normal, sensible race. Its flesh seems like reddish and inside out. And it just sort of like turns to you with this giant, like sharp, tooth-filled like maw, and it looks to you and it sort of cranks its head a bit, and it goes, Percival, Percival, not leader. I know leader. Glarus, the one and only. Mm. And its body sort of cranks around with it to meet you, and it has its weapon drawn, and it looks incredibly crazed. Its yellow eyes are just sort of like completely out there. Let's rumble, buddy, and I pull out my swords. And he goes, rumble? Do your insides rumble? They will as they spill on floor. Roll initiative. Hmm. Yep. That's, uh, that's a normal initiative for me right there. <laughs> Not the same luck you had in the last episode, huh? 15. 6. 22. Wow. So, Alistair, you are going first. It says something about spilling your guts on the floor, and you don't really take too kind to that. Nope. I'm going to pull out both my swords, and I want to go for three attacks at it. Absolutely. And I want to make, um, mm-hmm. let's see, I want to make one of them mm-hmm. a, uh, let's just do a defensive flourish. So that means I get to add an inspiration die to my uh, AC afterwards. Oh, and, by all means. And that inspiration die gets added to the bonus of one of my attacks. Nice. All right, so two short swords and a rapier, right? Uh, yes. Okay. So I'll do the rapier first. Go right ahead. That is a 15. Oh, okay. And then the short sword, one is a 23. Hit, hit. And the other one's a 24. And a hit. So all three hit? Yeah. Cool. So I'll start with the rapier. That is a uh, nine damage. And then the short swords. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is 10. And then the other one I'll add the, ins- the inspiration sure. die to. Oops. Which is... That, so then the other one is 11, and then I get uh, a 6 added to my AC. Okay. And you stab the heck out of this guy. You just slam your blades into him over and over again. Tilly, it is your turn. Uh, I cast a level 2 guiding bolt at him. By all means. 18. Oh, you hit. Go ahead and give me damage. Then, Jandar, you'll have advantage, remember, on your next hit. 20 damage. 
and you launch an energy bolt at him, and he, you know, gets struck by it and sort of, like, reels back a bit and, you know, stands firm, though. It's his turn. And he draws out the long sword that he's, you know, got at his side and uh, just sort of holds it, like, to your uh, chest, Alistair, and just goes to thrust in. Uh, uh, what's your AC? 22. Oh, yeah, he misses. Uh, he totally misses. Uh, and uh, as he uh, pulls the blade back, he goes to, like, take his hands across it, runs his you know hand across the blade, and it just bleeds out all over it, and his blade starts, like, glowing this weird, eerie, purpley color. Ew. Gross. Jandar, it's your turn. I'm going to step out and attack with two arrows. By all means. And remember, you have an yeah, advantage on the first one. Only on the first one, right? Yep, but only on the first, yep. Okay, so the first one was a uh, 11. With advantage? Yeah, it was Ooh. a 2. Oh, oh. Wait, so well, 1 and a 2 or 2 and a 2? Because you have advantage, you're rolling twice, taking the better result. It was a 2. Oh, fair enough, you miss. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got, and then um, the second attack was a 19. That's a hit. Uh, I'm gonna put hunters. You did damage, so I'm putting hunters mark on. Sure. All right. That's good. Eight. Eight damage altogether. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Wow. That's what happens when your first attack just craps yourself out, and you roll a couple ones on damage. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, <laughs> so uh, this creature gets struck with an arrow. And it still stands firm. I, with my bonus, I yell out, I'm like, that's just a taste. <laughs> Alistair, it's your turn. Um, I'm going to do three strikes at it again. By all means. Ooh, a natural 20 on the rapier. Nice. Ooh, a uh, 24 on the short sword. Wow, that's a hit. And, oh, this will be bad. A... Uh, 11 on the second short sword. Whiff. So you hit with uh, short sword and the uh, rapier. Actually, the rapier was a crit, so rapier was twice. A crit. So that, that's 2d8 then? Yep, it would be 2d8, yep. Ooh, that's, that's 17 from the rapier. Okay. And then 9 from the short sword. You stab him uh, twice and then... Sp- Split across the the blades, and he just like gets cut in half. Oh, oh, nice! Just falls into pieces. Oh, okay. Tilly, it's your turn. The thing's falling apart to the ground. I mean, is it dead? Roll medicine. Well, I'm gonna roll a medicine. <laughs> That's a nine. With a nine, I mean, it should be dead, right? I mean, he got cut in half. Also, uh, it's a bonus action to look at your... Did you roll with Guidance? Yes. Oh, Guidance is a standard action, so the bonus action was the medicine check, so that's your turn. His turn. (laughs) The arm? You played right into that. I absolutely did. I had nothing else I wanted to do. (laughs) The arm of the creature reaches to the sword, which is on the ground, still glowing purple, and goes to swing at you, Alistair. Like, right at your ankles. Okay. 
and you hop over the blade and step aside as the uh, energy sort of swirls out of the blade. Well, my AC is only sixteen. It missed. Okay, good. That's what I. And it, uh, the arm sort of like kind of like starts swinging in your general direction, but it's no longer mobile and able to move. So it's just was a one-time thing. <laughs> it's just flopped. Yep. Okay. Uh, is that it? Is, is it? That's the battle. Okay. Unless okay. you want to get up close and keep this going. I mean, it's so the arms flopping around. With the sword in hand? It looks like it. the creature is still alive, even though it's been cut in half and fallen to pieces. Yeah, I think we just walk I around. I just kind of want to step on the sword so that it's not moving around. Sure, you step on the sword. Do you want to kick it aside? I want to, I wanna like, I wanna like flick the hand off it and see if I can look at the sword if it's freaking weird. Or... It looks like it's just like a stock standard issue longsword for a town guard. Okay, so it wasn't the sword that was But doing it's the, glowing the purple now. Stuff. It was. It's no longer glowing no purple. Longer. After it had swung and uh, the uh, energy sort of faded out. Okay. If you like, you can make an arcana check. Uh, you can also make a nature check. Both of those are on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Nature I guess I'll do Arcana. I got 11. For Arcana? Yeah. You think that this might be a foul spawn. Foul spawn. Foul spawn are humanoids who have been exposed to the far realm. Oh. Or energy from the far realm. Aberrant energy. Uh, they uh, they they basically mutate into these like weird monstrosities. Ooh. What'd 18. 18 for nature. Yeah, this is definitely no natural creature. There's no humanoid who looks this way. It's like inside out flesh. It's weird yellow, bright yellow eyes. Uh, the uh, You feel like it was some kind of unnatural aberrant energy on the sword itself even. And uh, yeah, it, it seems like this is uh, some mortal that's, you know, just been too exposed to aberrant energies. I recover my arrows. You scoop up your arrows and... Uh, uh, it seems like after it got cut into pieces, the creature's not really held together very well, so it, it doesn't really, like, talk at you anymore, but it's just sort of, like, kind of blinks its eyes every so often. Hmm. So we continue on down the uh, rabbit hole. Yeah, I'm going to pick up this long sword and give it to Tilly to put in the bag of holding. Sure. Uh, you uh, put the long sword in the bag of holding? Yep. And uh, once again, this floor looks like it was... Like cleared out. Uh, in fact, uh, make a uh, investigation check, uh, and I can tell you a little more. Everyone, uh, it's just one person. Okay, I'll guess I'll do it. I cast guidance. Oh, that's good because I rolled a six. <laughs> What'd you get? A six. Oh, I rolled a oh. two and then got a four. <laughs> uh, it. It's a little hard to tell. It seems like something was maybe in this room and then got moved. Oh. It's it's a little hard to tell. There's like scuff marks on the ground. Are similar to the scuff marks we saw up up before? Maybe even fresher? Should we follow it? Yeah, I think we should follow it. Yep. Like, it's heading downstairs. Let's keep going. Yeah, I guess. Keep going. Absolutely. You guys uh continue on down the flight of stairs and uh you reach another floor. And uh you see more people in guard uniforms, and now there are there's actual like you know uh, uh, stuff along like the on the ground and whatnot. It looks like there's a uh, uh, a few bookcases in this room that have tomes and like scrolls on them and stuff, and it looks like there's like some uh, chests in the room as well. And the figures spot you guys and stand up, 
And one looks to the other, and you know they both look at each other. And the one goes, "Oh, he won't like this, will he?" And the other one goes, "No, he won't like this." And they both sort of look to the three of you and go, "We should both stop them." How far away are they? About thirty feet. The, each chamber isn't especially big. Okay. Oh, well. you guys want to say something? No, uh, draw my arrows and fire. Invest or uh, investigate. Uh, <laughs> Quick investigation. Roll investigation. Roll investigation. No, I uh, I uh, roll me initiative. Twelve, fifteen, fourteen. Uh, who had fifteen? No, uh, Jandar. And who had the next one? I had fourteen. And then what did you have, Tilly? Twelve. You guys bolt into action as they're like these weird like two people that look eerily similar, are, like chatting with each other. Uh, Jandar, it's your turn. Do they look like the ones upstairs as far as the... They seem like they're both forest gnomes. They they don't seem to be different in any way the than way a normal were, forest gnome. The way they were talking seemed almost like brain dead. Yeah, they were talking weird, but they look normal right now. Ah. <sighs> Well, whatever. We're already into this. Let's fire some arrows. Absolutely. Are you firing uh, uh, one at each or uh, two at one? Um, two at one. Okay. Yep. Oh, wow. I got a uh, 28. Wow. And a 25. Nice. So... Uh, that'd be 18. All right. And then I'll place, if that didn't finish them off, I'll place Hunter's Mark on them. Sure. Uh, you place Hunter's Mark on one of them, uh, and you hit... Oh, wait, time out. Sorry. Hunter's Mark I can place anywhere. It's it's a Colossal Slayer that I can only use on a damaged character, right? Yes. Okay, so Hunter's Mark on the healthy one. Okay, you drop Hunter's Mark on the one that's healthier. Yep. Uh, which is odd, because you hit the one with arrows, and then the other one, blood gushes out of them. You, like, the arrows hit the one, and, like, they bleed a bit, you know, from the arrows, but it looks like the other one, just two open wounds explode out and blood starts oh, spraying. Alistair, it's your turn. Um, uh, do I know anything else weird about... Do I have I, I've never seen or heard that before, have I, uh... You don't think, unless it's something I told you about, you don't think this is something you've heard of ever. Okay, well, um, I'm going to throw about 30 feet away, you said? Uh, roughly, yeah. 30, 35 feet. 30, 35 feet. Well, let's do um, Chromatic Orb, and I'm going to do a, a mm -hmm. cold damage to uh, the one that just spewed all the blood. Yeah, absolutely, the one that has not been struck by arrows yet. Yeah, so let me roll that. That's a natural 20. Why, you hit. Does that get any bonus to it or no? Double the damage dice. Oh, oh shit, really? Yep. Oh. Okay, so that's 6d8. Go ahead and give me a total. Uh, does he roll 68 or does he roll yeah. the three and then just double it? No, you, you can roll out. It, 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 rolling all six is more standard. Okay. 
the way it probably should be done. I'm not opposed to making it quicker and easier. Uh, 24. Not bad. And it's cold. You, the bolt of energy hits the, the healthy one, or well, the one that spewed out blood, the one that wasn't <laughs> struck by arrows, I should say. Uh, and the other one, ice just frosts over on them, and they look like bluish, like shivering. Tilly, it's your turn. I'm going to pull out my amulet and do Scorching Ray. Sure, on which one? Or both? I am going to put all three firebolts into the one that frosted over. Absolutely. And that is 22. Is it? And 21. That's a hit. And 25. All three hit. (laughs) Okay. And then each one of them will do... Four, six, twelve damage. So twelve damage altogether. Altogether, yes. Okay. Their turns. They uh, trot up, uh, maybe about fifteen feet, get a little closer, and uh, they each hold out a uh, hand to uh, one of you, uh, except for, well, except for the odd man out. Uh, so all three of you roll a d20 and let me know who gets the uh, lowest, re- or the two lowest results. Well, I got a natural one. <laughs> well, I got a natural one. <laughs> I got an 18. <laughs> so, uh, natural ones? Yeah. Yep. Oof. I, wow. I, roll me I, a... Wisdom saving throws the both of you with disadvantage. Oh. Well, there goes a natural 20. Right down the turlet. I'll take my five. Do you get any bonus to wisdom? Oh, 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 wisdom throws. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you have bonuses and stuff. Uh, I, don't, I don't need to make one then. That'd be a nope. s- okay. yeah, seven. Seven. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, Tilly, you get a weird feeling come over you, and I... I you you kind of resist it a bit. You you think you're okay. Whatever weird like curse they were putting you under is you're fine. Jander, you get a weird weird feeling, a real weird feeling. And then the the both the twins sort of like as you like kind of look down and look at yourself and like you just feel weird. You look back up. Their flesh is now like blue, like this weird bluish, and you almost think it's because of the cold. And you realize that they have yellow eyes now. And they both are like, <laughs> Jinder, it's your turn. Great. <laughs> um, I guess I'm going to shoot uh, the one I already shot with arrows. I'm going to shoot him with more arrows. Sure. Uh, uh, at this point, uh, the one who you originally shot with arrows is the one that pointed at you. Is that okay? Uh, I don't know. Is it okay? What do you want to do? Um, I need an answer. Yes, it's okay. And then fire away. Shoot that one. It's a mistake. I can already feel it. That's a 16 mm-hmm. and a uh, 25. Oh, you hit twice. Okay. Uh, that's a lot of damage I'm, dice. I'm so nervous right now. We'll see what happens. Oh, Jesus. All right, that would be 19. 
Oh, wow. See if I... I have a feeling, but that's... Jandar, you take 19 damage. I fucking knew it! <laughs> Jandar, uh, you, uh, in the same way that the other twin does, blood just gushes out from open wounds on you. All three of you, the twins and you, take damage. Oh, we all do? Yep. Oh, okay. I took 19 damage? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, boy. That's Jandar's turn. Alistair, it is your turn. Uh, he uh, Very noticeably, uh, Jandar struck one of the twins with arrows, and he also took damage. Also remember, he pointed at me. Yep, it is the one that uh, in Jandar lets you know that. Great. So don't shoot that one. <laughs> Damn. Do I want to get back at Jandar? Or do I not want to get back at Jandar? Um... Uh, I'm gonna I mean, go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go up to the one that uh, didn't point at him. Okay. And I want to. Um, I'm actually. I need to tell you something. Just so I'm fair here. Uh huh. I need to take another eight hit points of damage because I didn't add in my plus on my longbow. So, so I'm, I'm adding eight damage at the enemy, and you're taking eight more damage. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. I, I can live with that. I figured you'd appreciate that. Wow. You just screwed yourself up. Just, just being honest. Just being honest. How are you looking there, buddy? Fine. I'm uh, on a scale. I'm not good. <laughs> on the scale yeah. of uh, pain, I'm not I'm good. Yeah. Got of, it. Of... <laughs> Very not good. Um, I'm gonna go up to the one that that did not point at him, uh-huh. and I want to use. Oh my gosh. Um, what you doing? Let's just go with bestow curse. Sure thing. Wisdom saving throw. 13, right, you said? It fails. Oh, cool. So let's curse it with... uh... While cursed, the target must make a wisdom saving throw at the start of each of its turns. If it fails, it wastes its action that turn doing nothing. Okay. And uh, do I have a bonus action at all still? What do you want to do with for your bonus action? I'm going to throw a healing word to Jandar. Go ahead and uh, roll that heal up. All right. Tilly. What would you like to do? I want to wait and see what his healing word does. The answer is not much. Oh, yeah, not much at all. It's it's definitely a, uh, like, six. <laughs> six hit points, Jandar. You get six back. You notice the wounds patch up on the one that was pointing Fuck, at you. I knew it. Dang, <laughs> that's what I wanted to know. <laughs> he doesn't heal at all. I guess. Oh I no, know. no, Jandar healed. He just, but okay. One but of the. So did the other guy. So yeah. The other one. yeah, yeah. Okay. We need to shoot. We need to damage the. Oh, I can't talk. I can't talk. <laughs> no. I, well, I mean, on your turn, you'll be able to. But Tilly, <sighs> what do you want to do? Let's go, Tilly. Let's go. What you doing, Tilly? <sighs> I'm just, for this turn, I'm going to cast Sacred Flame on not the one that pointed at Jandar. The one that the pointed at one, you? The one that pointed at me. Oh, It shit. succeeds. It uh, it dodges aside, and uh, you, you do not do damage. Perfect. Their turns. Uh, the one twin fails its turn. Okay. Uh, the other twin, I. Uh, the other twin. Yeah. Wait. What? How does that work? Touches the other, you know, twin that didn't do anything, 
and suddenly the twin that was sort of like motionless and couldn't act is now able to move and then attempts to point once again at you, Tilly. Going to make me a wisdom saving throw, but this time without disadvantage. So confusion. Oh, used a remove curse spell. <sighs> no, it gave its turn to its twin. Oh, that's crazy. It's already linked. It's already oh, linked a you. Wisdom saving throw without yep, disadvantage. Without yeah, standard roll. Okay, well that's a natural twenty. You're oh, fine. Thank God. You're totally okay. Jindar, it's your turn. <sighs> wow. So uh, one twin has not acted a curse on you guys yet. Yeah. yeah. Point at the one that is pointing oh, at me because oh. I don't think I'm affected yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tilly seems fine. Yeah. Okay. So, att- okay. attack so the one that is pointing, pointing at, at me. Tilly. Okay. I'm attacking the one that's pointing at Tilly. Sure thing. 20. Hit. 19. It is a hit. Don't forget all your ridiculous amount of damage yeah, here. Do a ridiculous amount of damage. As close to 38, but under as you could. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Why? <laughs> 23. Good. I like that number. And once again, uh, both twins take the damage. Blood spurts out of the other twin, even though the one got hit with arrows. Still standing. <laughs> Alistair, your turn. All right, I'm going to go up to the one that pointed at Tilly, and I want to do three attacks on it. Absolutely. Go ahead oh, and... Uh, rapier is 20... F- oh, wait, what's 7 plus 17? 24? It's enough. It's enough to head. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the rapier does that. Uh, the one short sword is a f- 15. Is a hit? And then the other short sword oh, is a uh, 14. Uh, is a hit. Oh, okay, cool. Let's. They're let's... wearing, like, cloth. They're not really wearing a lot of armor. Oh, okay. So the two short swords, oh, okay, do 10 damage, and the rapier mm-hmm. does 9. 19? Tilly, it's your turn. Man, these guys are <sighs> beefy for being twin elf, twin gnomes. Oh uh, well, they were forest gnomes, but they seem to be foul spawn now. Their they flesh are. has turned blue. Their okay. eyes are yellow. All right, I'm gonna cast a guiding bolt at level three at them. Absolutely. Oh. At actually at just the one that was pointing at me. All right. Yeah. Since I only get one, I can only point at one person. So. Yeah, and you don't want to kill your friend, <laughs> right? Fourteen. It's a hit. Okay, and that will be Man. That's a lot of seventeen. Jeez. You do seventeen damage as you just hurl a bolt of radiant energy uh into the uh the one twin. And it just like it like lifts it right off its feet and it goes flying across the room, and the other one just chokes out a bunch of blood and it goes Oh, no. Master will be mad. And then just falls over face first into the ground. Oh, God. <sighs> are you okay, Jandar? Does he, are you okay? Do you feel any different? You, whatever curse was on you seems to be gone. Like okay. the gross feeling you had that was just sort of like oozing in your skin is no longer there. Oh. Yeah, I'm doing it. I feel better. Good. Is there any other creatures in the room? 
No, you look no. around, there doesn't seem to be anybody. I want to search their bodies. Absolutely. Uh, go ahead and make me an investigation check. There's also uh, somebody can investigate the, uh, the bookcases <laughs> with all the scrolls and books and whatnot. Uh, there's also a, ch- a chest in the chamber. I'll check the chest. Uh, 16 for my investigation of them. They're wearing standard, like, guardsman gear. They're wearing, like, uh, they have, like, you know, uh, uh, in their cases, daggers at their side. Uh, they have, uh, like, a, a crossbows on their back, like little light, you know, crossbows, nothing crazy. Uh, they have, uh, well, actually, in their case, it would be, like, hand crossbows. Uh, they have uh, uh, some standard gold on them. They each have uh, 10 gold. Okay. But they don't really have a whole lot else. There's no, like, notes or no? anything? No. I'm going to take a hand crossbow as well, if that's okay. And sure. Is there bolts with them or no? Yep, they have like 10 bolts. 10 bolts each or just total? Uh, We'll say 10 and 10, 10 so and 20 10. altogether. Okay, thanks. And if you want to drop anything in the bag of holding, that's always an option. Yeah. Uh, you had rolled investigation on the uh, – or you had just taken a look at the chest, right, uh, Jandar? Yes. Okay, you get to the chest and uh, you pop it open and uh, you see uh, a few different vials. Uh, you see some uh, potions of healing. Uh, you presume to be potions of healing. You could investigate further if you're a little paranoid on it, of course. But uh, it seems to be uh, uh, six potions of healing. And otherwise, uh, there's uh, uh, some treasure as well. There's maybe about, uh, we'll say, uh, 60 gold in here. I will uh, take... Uh, do I have any left? I will take two of two potions of healing, give the other four to Tilly for, to put in the bag, and then I will hold on to the 60 gold so I can start to be cool like Alistair. <laughs> okay. I, Tilly, you have in the bag of holding, or unless you want to, uh, if Alistair doesn't have any or something, you can divvy those out. I mean, do you have any, Alistair? I've I currently have, have five on me right now. Oh, geez, you're hoarding them. Well, he just gave me four. Oh, I got two. <laughs> How many do you have on you now, Jander? Uh, I think only the. I think I only have two. Yeah. Oh, I thought we each had two before. Yeah, he had used some I before. Used oh, okay. Um, I'll take one. I'll just have three on hand. The regular healing potions. Yep, just regular healing potions. Nothing crazy. I. Uh, is anyone checking out the bookcase? Yep, I rolled an unnatural twenty. You take a look through the books, and they are all tomes that are related to. Aber- like aberrations, the far realm. It's all like in deep speech. Uh, it's it looks like the 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 books have been uh, recently moved here. You also find uh, some tomes uh, on like disarming magical traps. Oh. Anything you'd like to do with them? I'd like to investigate slash try to read the disarming magical trap one sure it's uh, a little too much to to read right now it's a a pretty uh uh extensive book on like you know like you know well if you know you see this kind of trap you know uh, uh attempt to disarm it this way it's uh it's not very feasible to like use this as your like uh undoing traps unless you have a lot of time on your hands all right well then i'll take the books with me Sure, like all of them in the bag of holding? Yeah. Or, sure. You hold out the bag of holding, and you just start scooping up uh, like a library on aberrant uh, uh, arcane lore. Perfect. 
So feel free to put that in your uh, bag of holdings inventory that you now have a small library devoted to the far realm. I need another piece of paper for what's a in the bag. A small bank. library <laughs> devoted to the far I love that there's a small library in our bag of holdings. I mean, it'd be a pain to get through. I mean, not oh, only yeah. would it require deep speech, you know, to, to sit there and learn and everything, but it's regardless, just, it's, it's just uh, you've got it, yeah. <laughs> uh, small library. It takes you a while, by the way. So Tilly is loading books into the bag of holding. Not a terrible call, you know. Yeah. But uh, uh, as far as that goes, uh, what would you two like to do in do the I meantime? Do I see tracks again? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's Same uh, tracks. Mm-hmm. It looks like there's more traffic leading down deeper into the the lair. These tracks that you're talking about, they're like footsteps, or they look like they're pushing something. Some, in some cases, it's pushing uh, things. Uh, it looks like all the pushing is has stopped at this room, though. It looks like uh, uh, whatever was pushed into this chamber. Has stopped here, but we still see. And then tracks now continue tracks. down. Okay. Do we see any uh, any uh, like hidden entrances or any other entrances or, or anything else in the you room? You look around the room, and this it seems like it's just another floor that has a staircase that leads down. All right. Do you want to take a break, Jandar? Are you okay? I'm not okay. Um, you want to take a short rest? And by the time it takes Tilly to load up all the books, anyway. Yeah, that would be that works for me. I can use I can use uh, some of my. Um, Hit dice? Hit dice, yeah. Yep. Go ahead and roll hit dice, plus uh, any constitution bonus you may have Cool. for each roll. So if you roll like 3d10, then it would be uh, uh, 3d10 plus the constitution of each roll. Okay, so do you gotcha. have a constitution bonus? Um, do I? That's a good question. Yeah, plus one. Oh, okay. So if you roll 3d10, you're adding plus three. Okay. Zero is 10 then, right? Yep. Zero is a 10 on a d10 there. So that's yep. 11... And another 10, so that's 21. Wow. So You're probably full, right? Um, close, yeah. Nice. Uh, you guys can heal as well through your short rest if you need to. I don't need to, but I get my inspiration back. There right? you go. Yeah. Oh, Tilly. Actually, yeah, that's full. You're right. Oh, All awesome. Right. Uh, so, Tilly, you've loaded up the library. Uh, uh, Jandar has rested. Would you guys like to continue on? Yes. Yeah, quietly? Uh, yeah, stealth. Stealth, yeah. Yep. So you guys uh, stealth down into the uh, next chamber. Uh, make uh, uh, stealth checks for me. Thirteen. Twenty-one. Uh, Nineteen. You guys are all pretty quiet, and you hear a voice uh, echo into the next chamber that says, Master, I believe they're here. And you hear another voice that says, ah, well done. Would you guys like to continue? Yeah. That motherfucker. And you walk in. I have my hands on my swords as we're walking. My and bow you is drawn. see only one figure in the room. You see Sir Elg. And there's a table in front of him. And there's all this, like, like paperwork out sprawled on the table. And, uh, and he seems to be alone. And he says, ah, welcome. I didn't expect to see you here so soon. That doesn't make my plans any easier, but no matter, I have planned for this. Who are you just talking to? Oh, pay them no mind. Oh, uh, I suppose I don't need to keep up this charade any longer. And he reaches to his hand where like, there's a metal gauntlet and... 
he just sort of slides his finger along the metal gauntlet, and suddenly the image vanishes. Uh, he takes a ring off, and suddenly he's no longer an old, old human in clunky armor. He is a half-elf with long black hair tied back in a ponytail up to a, down to about his shoulder. He has black eyes with white speckles on it, and he's wearing a very fine tunic. It looks like he's wearing like a, a, like a, a nice gray tunic with like a, a black pants. And uh, he says, welcome, friends. Hello, Glarus. Well, you don't seem very surprised. Why nah. is that? We had a f- chat with a friend of yours. Oh, a friend. Was that Raspith? Yes. Ah. He's very fond of you. Oh, I know you're lying, uh, Alistair. I'm very sure he hated me. Mm. Tell me, how did it feel to kill him? We didn't do it intentionally. Really? Even though your friend sent you to murder all those cultists. Your friend? You sent us. Right. I thought that's what we were. I thought we had become buddies for a time there. We uh, we met another friend of yours. Oh, and which friend is that? A non-rule sin. He kind of gives you an up and down and he goes, I don't really believe that you've met... A non-real sin. I give a description of what he looks like, and how we saw, and how we met him, and where he came from. Roll insight. Natural twenty. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think uh, Glarus necessarily knows the description of a non-real sin. You don't know how many people have ever seen a non-real sin and lived to tell the tale. But he kind of gives you, a, you tell uh, uh, him about how Raspeth's death brought about uh, a non-real sin. And he doesn't really seem to have, like, he, he doesn't seem to believe you fully. You think he has a mistrust about the situation. But he can't really place his finger on it. He goes, well, no matter. In the very least, I don't see a non-real sin destroying this world right now. Was that your plan to bring him out here? No, heavens no. The last thing I want is for some aberration to be ruling over this world and destroying everything. Can you imagine? That's why you wanted us to finish off the last of the cult. Well, I didn't say I had pure intentions entirely, but I did want them out of the way. Can you imagine what would have happened to my plans if they succeeded? Where's our gold? What? And he... Points a hand out to a chest in the room. He says, a job well done, Tilly. He says, it's all yours. Is it a thousand gold? Is that how much I promised? It might even be more in that chest. It's all yours. I run up and open the chest. You open the chest and it's filled with gold. (laughs) You put your hand to it and it doesn't pass through. It's totally there. And he says, you did complete a job for me after all. It's all yours. When you said you didn't want him to disrupt your plans, what are your plans? Oh, quite similar to Raspith's. You see, Raspith was a fool. He wanted the destruction of this world. The followers of the Dark Star, they're a little misguided. That's what they want. They want an end to everything. What do you want? Can you imagine an end to everything? I don't plan on leaving this world like that. No, I plan to control it myself. Why would I want some Lord of Madness destroying everything when I can control that Lord of Madness? I can destroy the world myself and remake it in my own image. 
How wonderful would that be? Speaking of what you want, oh, what I'm going to get is really what's happening here, but go on, Alistair. What do you want with the book? What do you want with us, and why? Why are we what in are you, this book? Why are you involved in our lives? You're in the book. Well, I don't really know fully about the book, but I do know that an adventuring party led by Enya Everwinner investigated this region many years ago. They found something. I don't know what it is, but I have an inkling that it happens to be what I'm looking for, a lord of madness. And potentially in this area, there is also a legend about how a series of large and powerful treants sacrificed themselves to seal something away. I have reason to believe that that something is in the depths of uh, the city, and I'm hoping to find it. Did you kill my family? Oh, the Lockwoods. You see, Alistair, they... Your father had something that I really rather needed. Something that could potentially get in my way, and uh, your father wouldn't reveal its location. It is a shame. I didn't want to have to do it. Really, your parents forced my hand. I don't think they forced you to do anything. Oh, well, at the very least, they shouldn't have been so foolish as to keep it from me. It's plans to a, an arcane object. Do you know of it, Alistair? I'm not telling you shit. I mean, we could always make a deal. There's no deal I'll make with you. Fair enough. Was it you that sent the Void Thrashers to my town? Not your town, Jandar. Any town. You see, there are many objects that I need, and there are only so many ways I can get a hold of them. But I contracted a group of orcs, and uh, they were more than willing to search and pillage the countryside for it. It didn't really matter to me what got in their way. It's a shame that your family did, but it wasn't really me who did that. But do you know of a legend, Jandar? It's a gem glorious green gem. I've heard some tell it was an emerald, maybe a lump of jade. I'm not entirely sure, but they say that it looks mundane to most people. Only people of a, the truest bloodline does it look gorgeous and beautiful. Have you ever seen that gem? No? Well, I suppose you wouldn't tell me anyway. But my plans seem to have... Uh, come to an end here now that you're here, so I think I must be leaving. No, you're not going anywhere. Oh, aren't I? No. I believe I'm just going to waltz on out of here. No, you're not. Well, then we can stay here and argue and bicker, but that won't stop the bomb from going off. What bomb? Well, the bomb I planted deep in the layers of this tree. I was hoping it would get a little lower, hopefully break that seal, but no matter. I'll just have to find the teeth of gnashing desire another way in this city. Or maybe in another area in this region. I really don't like having you get in my way. Us getting in your way? You have ruined all of our lives. The only reason we're even here is because of you. You put us here. Listen, Chandar, and I know this probably is a little hard to understand, but soon enough this world will be gone anyway. Your suffering will come to an end, don't worry. 
Your suffering has just begun. <laughs> Please. And I want to just rush him. Absolutely. Uh, you get up into his grill and go ahead and make me a wisdom saving throw. Uh, that is a four. <laughs> you get up and go to stab with your sword and it goes nowhere. It just stops. Your hand just immediately just comes to a you know crashing halt. And he goes, oh, please, I'm not going to fight you myself. I don't plan on losing in this subterranean tree. Mm, I just want to try to force it as far and hard as I can at him. A person appears in the room, and they're holding out their hands, and arcane energy is swirling out. I shoot arrows at the people holding their hands out. Is it just one? Oh, uh, it looks like it is currently just one. I fire arrows at the Arrow one. goes through its head and he falls over dead. And Glarus goes, oh, well, the spell was already cast, but noble effort. And he goes to step past you, uh, Alistair. And he goes, oh, uh, I do recommend you get to that bomb. Um, it'll probably blow here pretty soon. I want to swipe at him. Make a wisdom saving throw. 14. Go to hit him, and it just stops. Your hand at like just immediately comes to a crashing halt. Does another one up here? Nope. He said the spell had already been cast. Oh, yeah. While they're working on Glarus, I'm running for this bomb. It goes, oh, do enjoy, Tilly. It is a Tinker Original. What do you mean, Tinker Original? Why, I have a craftsman, Tilly. Where is my dad? Oh, Tilly. He's safe. I mean... He thinks that you might be in danger. That's why Pa is hard at work building whatever I ask of him. Well, do enjoy. I'll Where's her father? <laughs> and I just keep swiping at him with you my sword. You swipe and swipe, and it's just like you I launch can't. an arrow at him. Go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw. I'm going for the bomb at this point. 20. And it, you can't. Like You go to knock your arrow back, and you just can't even let go of it. And he goes, well, I'll be leaving, but, um, well, hopefully it blows up and takes you all with it. No! And he says... I'm going for the bomb. Tilly, you run down the stairs to the next floor down below. Yes. And he goes, oh, by the way, um, if you like your friend Tilly, um, you might want to get down there. You will pay for my family. Oh, speaking of your family, um, one of the people who did it is down below. I head off towards Tilly. <laughs> says, do enjoy having fun, Jandar. I know you love killing those we'll orcs. We'll meet again soon. Yes, I'm sure. I'm still just trying to hit him, and I'm just saying, I'm, I will murder you. I will kill you. You Alistair, will never exist, and this world will stay being. Alistair, this world is going to come to an end by my hands. No, it will not. And in the meantime, if you like your friends and you like the fact that the people of this city are alive, you might want to get to that bomb. Because as soon as that bomb explodes, it's going to take this tree down and knock it into every other tree. And as soon as I can get back into this city with all of its dead citizens and nobody is there to stop me, well, I'll just go from there. I just dart away then. Farewell. Don't forget to die. <laughs> and that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session.